it is Wednesday, I think. No, Tuesday. Tuesday. I'm lost all all track of days. It's Uh Tuesday. And it is NBA Lottery Day. And the hopes of all struggling NBA fans are in the balance right now. And I am here with the Canadian Bomber, the Canadian Shaman, the Canadian Bill Simmons. And for this episode, the Canadian Adam Silver. Yes, sir. Uh, today I want to be the Canadian Victor Wenbanyama. I don't know. No, 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 no. I want to secure him. I want to secure you, him. You, no, no, no. You can't. You gotta, no, no, no. Mojo, you got to be humble. You got to be humble with a mojo. Humble. No, I, I'm not saying that. that I'm not saying that's who I am. I'm just doing whatever I can yeah. channel it. What you want to do is you want to, you, you want to just make sure, like, I am in a receiving mode. You know, mm. not a take mode. Well, you want to be in a receive mode right now. Like we, yes, I'm, like I'm we are grateful. I'm ready to be gifted. All right. So right now we are uh, minutes away from them starting to yak, 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 yak about Wing Bayama, Scoot mm-hmm. Henderson, uh, Brandon Miller, and Amen Thompson. And some others. But we all know what the prize is. It is Victor Win Vanyama. Nico, at this point, let me let me just ask you this question. Not from a Houston perspective. Let's yeah. take let's take it from like a, a Detroit perspective or a Charlotte perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they getting instantaneously to this team and how could it actually help them uh next year? Well, Adrian Wojnarowski came out today and called him the best prospect in the history of team sports. So uh, I'm not sure if I if I'd be willing to go all that way, but that is damn near what we're looking at here. This is one of the the most incredible players, and just a guy who's gonna flip the geometry of the court where. We're going to have some episodes coming up centered around the draft, and you better believe there's going to be some huge Victor Wenbanyama uh, pieces coming with it. Just to kind of watch this guy, like people talk about unicorns in the modern NBA. This guy is a unicorn among unicorns, and I'm I'm ready to see it. Wow, um, this is obviously one of the most um, going to be the one one of the most watched draft uh, lotteries of all time. Uh, the excitement level is off the charts. We we've seen dominance before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen greatness before. We've seen surprises before, Nico. And that's the one thing that I don't want to get lost here. Is yes, this is a day of celebration. For Victor Wing by Yama and Scoot Henderson and whoever you consider in your top five. They're gonna get a lot of shine right now. But those guys who are grinding, who are seven through twenty-one, or even if you go say, okay, there's a tier and then another tier, let's say eleven through twenty-nine or whatever, those guys, there's some guys out there 
that could be making a difference um, late lottery and beyond. So before we get super into Victor and these uh, teams start coming off the boards, um, what what's a guy that's like barely in the lottery um, that maybe, maybe not makes it into the lottery that you got your eye on that you think can contribute right away? I think I think there are a few guys like that in this year's lottery. This year's lottery is especially deep, I would say. Maybe not not deep like last year's was deep where we had several guys who could potentially go in the in that lottery range. I'm not sure it's going to be quite like that. But I think the guys you're looking at towards this back half of the lottery, be it guys I'm higher on, like Jet Howard, who we've talked about several times, or I, some people have my guy Keontae falling right now. I don't think that'll happen, but those could be dudes in the back half of the lottery who I think could be real big year one difference makers. But an, another guy I want to talk on who I think could have an impact in his early career and we can't let Kendall hear this because he loves this guy. But I I looked at uh, some combine film today for our guy, Amani Bates. He's struggling to get himself drafted right now. And he he was looking pretty impressive. That's the type of player I'd like to consider bringing into my franchise to be like a prospect to maybe one day take over the six-man job. But considering all the tools he has in his tool belt, if he mm-hmm. does, uh, if he starts to work on the right ones going forward and stop trying to do everything everywhere all at once, I think we're going to see a, a good prospect out of a guy in Amani who we used to talk about a lot more than we do today. What I saw with him at UCLA was basically UCLA had one too many dudes for base to really get off. You know, you you, you know, he he just you talking about Amari Bates or you talking yeah, about Amari Bailey? Bates, oh, okay. Bailey. Oh, okay. Bailey. No. I love Amari Bailey. Amari okay. Bailey. Okay. Wait. Kendall thinks this dude is for real. Yeah, Kendall Kendall's been loving Amani Bates for a long time. He's he's not way higher than I am. He thinks he's like a late first rounder, early second, kind of in that Patrick Baldwin range. And last year I had Patrick Baldwin as an undrafted guy. Uh, But he he just, it's one of those guys he likes to watch play, so he throws support behind him. Mm. Uh, I think he has to go in the second round. I don't think you ever give him any real confidence. I I. (laughs) I made a joke today about how he was battling so hard to be pick 54, but (laughs) that is kind of how I feel. Like, I think on the higher end, we'll see him go. We'll probably be closer to like 45, maybe, Mm -hmm. like the beginning of that back half of the second. Someone would have to really like him. Yeah, 45, though, you you get into the position where often teams are just selling off draft picks. So it's it's worth like a roll of the dice. I I think he is the type of dude that if he he works in the right way, 
like on on the right skills considering how many skills he does have <laughs> i think he he could eventually develop into a rotation player at this level and i didn't think that coming into i would say the beginning of this year there's going to have to be a lot of humbling of him lots yep, for sure for so sure. so we will see and also, as we start getting closer and you start getting to the private workouts and whatever, we start to see what the mentality is all about, and we kind of go from there. Yeah. But I'm, I'm watching some of his draft coverage. Did you see? That dude's head is at the ceiling, bro. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, man. That's amazing. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing we we can say uh, about him that hasn't been said. Now, I am I am hoping that he goes to a team. I want to. Say, there's such a there's such a thing where if he goes to a team that has a couple guys already, where does he get to do all the things he wants to do? I'm sure he will, right? But. To have a team where it's like there's nothing but runway, <laughs> like oh yeah, there is no question yeah. about who this is, and there's like dudes on there that's like irrational, confident dude that's like oh yeah, I'm better than that cat. <laughs> oh, that's why we need that. That's why like I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of this organization overall because they've had beef with the Rockets in the past, of course, being located in the same state. But seeing Victor in San Antonio getting the ability to just grab every single offensive possession he can, that that's kind of the dream scenario for us to see the best possible guy. And we've seen Pop turn guys like David Robinson and Tim Duncan into Hall of Famers. So We're not going to be bored. We're not going to be bored with this, you know, with him being on San Antonio. We wouldn't be bored with that because, you know, if we he was on like Detroit or something like that or Houston with some of the guys that are already established. Just, but then also, you know, does that ramp up the pressure and, and what have you and. Yeah. Actually, I think this changes a lot for your franchise tonight because if you get the number one pick, yeah, everything changes. All that Harden nonsense. No, I think it. I think the Harden part of it all will stay the same. I think. I think, I think they will make sure they pair the right guy with him. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. not saying. Listen, I, I know you love your guy. No, I know you love I'm your not guy. The only one who loves him. There, there's a guy who owns this team in Houston who has said at every opportunity, you are always welcome back. Okay, that might change with when Wayama in the building. I don't think so. I don't, okay. I, I don't expect it. Okay, Nico, this, is all, I'm at, this like, is all I'm saying. Listen, it's just common sense, okay? We got a real, real disciplined dude in Victor Wayama by all accounts of what we see, okay? James Harden yeah. is a nightclub going hanging out with rap stars, doing, and frequencing all sorts of gentlemen clubs type of dude. 
No, like he doesn't I, I care know. about his fitness and all that. What I'm asking you, this is all I'm asking. Wouldn't we want just a little bit better? Like kind of role model. Yes, but that's all I'm asking. You're not gonna find you're not gonna find a better passer than James Harden on the market. Period. And uh, <laughs> as he as he still has glitter on his face and alcohol on his breath as he throws a lob to Victor Wing by Yama. I don't know. He did all that and then had his best playoff game of his career. So, like, I understand all the criticisms of James Harden. I've levied some of them myself. And I I get why it, it's not the match made in heaven for Harden to come home if Victor's there. But just having that type of player instantly with Victor, I think is a boost to his game in a different way that I don't think is possible with almost any other situation he ends up in instead. And unless for some reason, like Dallas wins the lottery. I don't even think Washington wizards. Could you imagine? Could you imagine one of all of them? They don't have any real basketball, like, system at all they i guess with the new gm coming in maybe they'd rip the fucking floor up if they had Victor i would hope so the building but i i don't know that to me that's the one I, I and i like the wizards we showed love to the wizards we had a wizards pod i've got wizards fans friends from that now too but i i just can't let myself see that mm. it is better for them uh, I'd like to see Aim in there, but not Victor. Mm. Now, the the other places that would, in a sense, be so apropos for what they did this year, the Utah Jazz getting Victor Wimbayama would be like so crazy because they actually did. They're actually doing the rebuild right. Like it wasn't like walkover city. You know, it wasn't like you walked into their building and we're just not interested in winning. They uh, also uh, quietly as kept put together some guys mm-hmm. that have rotational value for them and also as trade pieces in the future. Yeah. So they, they're doing rebuild right, personally. I love their rebuild. And it would be... If we're talking about doing the rebuild, like how they're doing it, I like how they're doing it. And the reward of Victor, I know it would be not great for you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wouldn't wouldn't be great for me either, by the way. Mm -hmm. But it would be interesting to see a team who did what they did this year and kind of battled towards the end, Yeah, you know. Kind of shut it down towards the end, but for the most part, the whole season was a factor. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, that's like that's kind of the team I'm the most worried about right now, jumping up. And the only reason that is is yesterday, obviously, as a Rockets fan, I was sitting on Tankathon all day, just sim, sim lottery, sim lottery, sim lottery, sim lottery. And it felt like damn near every single time the Jazz were in the top three. Just about every simulation I did. So 
Last year, I kept doing simulations, and every time it was the Kings who jumped up, and they eventually did jump up to four. I I don't know. I'm scared that the Jazz might be the squad to jump into the range. Could we have just... (laughs) This is the worst nightmare for you. Topsy-turvy day, where like Orlando, Utah, and... Who 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 who's in the Toronto are like one two three? Yeah, no, cancel the league. <laughs> and whatever order you would like, whatever order you would like of that, you know. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm sure Orlando fans would absolutely be out of their minds. They wouldn't even. They'd have to trade some dudes at this yeah. point. Oh yeah. It'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, Paula. We really love you, bro, but we got Wimby. Like, what are we doing right now? It's not him. It's no. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm being funny. I'm being. I'm being utterly ridiculous right now because it would be utterly ridiculous if Orlando won the lottery, right? It would be. We <sighs> we're sitting at two minutes remaining. Yes. And excited for this I, you know here here's the one thing can i say this go for it ryan rosillo said something today this is an awesome day for a lot of franchise because this is hope yeah. this is real hope mm-hmm. and for the the lucky franchise that does get this guy just for this day we don't know how the career pans out we don't know if you know, let's just not even speak it into existence, but, you know, the I word, you know, let's not even talk about it. Yeah. But this day for the franchise that gets him, this is a this is a remarkable day. You feel great. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Generational, like one time ever. This is this is like finding a new planet. This is whatever, whatever it is. This this is a really great day, and I'm excited for whomever the city is that gets Victor Wimbanyama. And we are like a minute away, buddy. Uh, how you feeling? How the palms? The, the first thing here we're going to have to keep an eye on is those bottom four teams in the lottery. New Orleans, Toronto, OKC, and Dallas. Because, or sorry, OKC and Chicago slash Orlando. If any of those teams jump ahead of the Dallas Mavericks, the Dallas Mavericks pick gets knocked down to 11 and they lose it to the Knicks. Oh my God, yes, that's right. We need to know if there's a running mate for Luka Doncic. Yes, so we're sitting here. That's the first thing that will will come... uh, to our eyes and that's the first thing we're going to keep focused on. Mm-hmm. There are some young there. there's some young some young men up there looking real serious. <laughs> looking real tense right now. Yes, sir. Oh my goodness, Brandon Roy. Mark Williams. Mark Williams. Oh yeah, that'd be cool if he drafted. He got his replacement. <laughs> well, he wouldn't really. I no. think Victor plays beside him. No, I'm just. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me throw the jokes out. I'm sorry, man. 
I'm sorry, man. I'm nervous today. I don't know when you're joking or not. Ben Wallace looks like he can still kill people. Kill people. So <laughs> I'm with that. Good. I'm with He's that. Good. All right. These guys look real serious. What is these? Oh, the accountants. All right. The accountants are here. Mm -hmm. Placing the thing. All right. Here we go. What up? Who's doing it? Is it silver? Or is it uh oh, yeah. Tatum, I like I like this guy. When it was uh, Stern, I like I like Tatum actually. He's a yeah. fun guy. Let's see. All right. Okay, the fourteenth pick. Let's go. Let's go. New Orleans Pelicans stay put at fourteen. Okay. Late late lottery for the Pelicans. Toronto Raptors stay put at 13. That's good news for the Mavs so far. Toronto. Mm, another wing, huh? OKC Thunder stay put at 12. Uh-oh. Well, they got Chet. They got Chet. It's all good. You got Chet coming. Don't worry. You got a freak of nature coming. The, the Orlando, Orlando Magic are at 11. So the Mavericks keep their top their 10 pick. Pick. Okay, so there is some help for Luca coming. Oh, but they don't move up. They they stay at 10. So far, we are standing pat right now. This is chalk. This is interesting. Mm -hmm. Nine. What Michigan, we got? Utah. Oh, please don't let it be somebody else. Please. Yeah, it's, uh, Utah. It's, it's Utah. Okay, here we go. So the oh, Jazz. Okay. Okay, so the Jazz are Washington nine. Next, Washington next. Who do we have? It is chalk. Wizards stay put. Chalk so far, so far, six seven. And you know, gonna have a break after five. Pacers six, six, seven. So chalk. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Please don't let one of the two be Houston because he will flip his Orlando position. stays six. Six. Okay. All right. Who's the fifth? Who's the fifth team? Who got? Detroit. Oh, Detroit move. Detroit move. Detroit falls to five. Detroit is out of the win by Yama sweepstakes. We oh. are looking at a top four. Of Houston, San Antonio, Charlotte, and the Portland Trailblazers are in they the top four. Oh man, uh, I I'm sorry, Pistons fans, but it couldn't happen to a nicer group of people. Oh, oh! Shouts out to our guy Don, right? Yeah, yeah. But Don Don's been coming a little hard at the Rockets on Twitter lately. So uh -oh. uh, we we're we're on. The, Touching. Well, because competitiveness for a win by Yama, sir, you well, got to give him that. They, they, no, nah, they, Detroit Pistons fans have been mad at the Rockets ever since uh, our guy Jalen said he didn't want to play there anyways when he was asked about what, whoa, are you sad you didn't get to play in Detroit? And mm. he's like, nah, I'm happy in Houston. And Detroit fans took that personally. Well, better strip clubs. So, you know. That's true. I'm not sure Jalen's into all that, though. I don't know what he's into. Is he into video games, Nico? I don't know. What does he do, no, sir? No, Jalen. Jalen's more of 
like a worker, to be honest. He, basketball seems to be the thing he's really into. He likes music, too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know what he also needs to do? He needs to call up Zion Williamson, too, and yeah. tell him about this thing called work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Did you Portland, hear that? Portland, Charlotte, Houston, San Antonio. Okay, so now, worst case scenario, Portland is four. Yes. Okay, so if one, two, three are Wimbayama, Scoot, and uh, Brendan Miller or Amen Thompson, they end up with the either one, right? Yeah. If you look at it that way. Yeah. I I don't think Amen's a great fit in Portland though. Um. So that that might be a bit of a struggle for him to fit mm-hmm. in that situation. Um, yeah, because the guard situation is ridiculous. A nice fit in Portland, so I wonder yeah. if they go in that direction. Uh, there's been some people pushing Taylor Hendricks up into that conversation. There's also Jarris Walker. Uh, okay. They could consider. Now, it all changes with whoever the number four pick is overall. Yeah. Because if this is either Houston, San Antonio, or Charlotte at number four, now the game begins, sir. It, it sure does. Okay, yeah, we're stuck in uh, any of these situations I would be happy with for Scoot. Uh, uh, Mm. Actually, no. Any mm. of these situations I'd be happy with for Victor, the more I look at it. Um, Scoot, I kind of well, think... Two teams would have just absolute clear runways for him, right? Yeah. yeah. I kind of think Charlotte, Portland, Houston all basically could put Victor in and just have him work with the guys they have. San Antonio builds their entire organization around him. Here we go. Yes, They're hyping up LeBron as the last seminal talent that has come out. Obviously, he's definitely... He has definitely lived up to the billing. Yeah, I saw that uh, stat the other day about uh, the 20 playoff wins for franchises over the last 25 years. Uh-huh. LeBron clears the first place team by like 20 games. Yes, sir. That's that man. I mean, dude, That's you think man. about it. He, if you have him. 60 percent of the time, you're in the you're in the finals, bro. Like, what what we what are we doing? Yeah, yeah it's fair. I wonder where he would lo- love to go. I wonder if you got into his inner thoughts. I'm, I'm no <laughs> wonder where he would want to go. Of those cities. Mm. Mm. Number four. 
Oh my. The Rockets are four. The Rockets are four. Damn, I wanted it. Oh, this changes everything for you. Mm. Charlotte and San Antonio get Scoot and Victor. San Antonio Spurs get Victor Wimbayama. Okay. Incredibly exciting for the Spurs. Like I said, that's a... Congratulations to the San Antonio Spurs, to the San Antonio fan base. I mean, how much San Antonio SEO can I put into this podcast? I don't know. It's going to be great. Charlotte gets scoot with LaMelo on the court. Scoot and LaMelo are not a great fit. No, no, sir. No, sir. So somebody got to (laughs) go. Someone has to go. You want to trade up? You want to trade up to get to that number two? Oh, of course. But there's no way they'll they'll take anything, I don't think. Why? If I got LaMelo Ball and there's Scoot. Prospect is just too high, man. Ah. I, I couldn't move off it if I'm them. And who knows? They might even be one of those teams bought into Brandon Miller, though. That would be the worst situation for him. Oh, no. Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah. This it, Okay, so instant reaction. Nico, how do you feel you got the number four uh, overall selection in the NBA draft lottery? Where are you right now? I'm not. I'm. I'm not feeling great. Obviously, we were hoping to go up rather than down for the third straight year. Um. However, this does land us in a spot where Eamon Thompson is, I think, likely to be there. And Eamon Thompson, I think, is a pretty good fit with this franchise, and mm-hmm. especially if we were to bring in a guy like James for him to learn from, I. <clears throat> I think that would be great. I I do like the situation overall for the Rockets. We're not screwed yet, but obviously it's very disappointing when you're this close to one of these top prospects. And and obviously it doesn't change what your what your kind of off season template looks like. You were going forward to be aggressive. Um, maybe this allows you to even be more aggressive because. Nico, let me ask you this. Mm. The number four pick could be a, a hot commodity if somebody was to fall in love with Amy yeah. Thompson. So my question to you are is right now, what what is your openness to um Okay. I'd be I'd be open considering our team right now. We are currently sitting on four players, I would say, who have came in in the last two drafts who we think are significant pieces going forward between Jalen and Jabari, the two top guys, but then also Alperin Shingun and Tari Eason taken in the middle of the last two first rounds. So we do have youth and talented youth, guys who should get better, but 
I would like to stick and pick Eamon. I like Eamon quite a bit. But they're, they're, if Harden's coming home, it that's probably my the thing I'll stand on. Is if we're confident we can get Harden back, I'd be open to moving pick four. To okay. Put some better right. players around him. Now let's talk about Portland real quick. We have Dame uncertainty. We have Anthony not Simons. A great, not a great fit for Scoot either. <laughs> we have Anthony Simons. We have uh, Jeremy Grant. We have Shaden Sharp. We have the ghost of Yusuf Nurkic. Okay, so if you're at the number three slot and if this stays in to what your mock draft would look like or who you think your third overall player is as far as that's concerned, so that would be Brandon Miller or would that be? player would be Eamon. Okay. I don't think Eamon makes any sense in Portland. I think Brandon Miller, however, does make the most sense in Portland. Now here's the question. Does Amen not make sense? Is Dame is there, or does it just not make sense at all? I think okay, because you got guys in Shaden and uh, Anthony who you want to develop as ball handlers as well. Uh None of those guys really function well off ball. So if you're just throwing Amen into that mix, it's just more of a clusterfuck. I Uh I'm be interested in seeing Brandon Miller in a situation like that especially in a future without Dame, because they'd need a primary scorer, and clearly that's what Brandon Miller is kind of positioning himself as. Who's the coach of the Charlotte Hornets next year? Because right now, if this if this goes as... Okay, hear, okay, hear me out now. Mm-hmm. Scoot Henderson is the pick at number two, and you have LaMelo Ball... And you have Steve Clifford, who doesn't like to play rookies. How's that going down? Uh, To be honest, I think the primary reason Steve Clifford is staying in town and the primary reason I think the Hornets will just stick and pick Scoot is Michael Jordan's looking to sell right now. And Scoot is the most valuable player of the group. Steve Clifford is a guy who they're not paying very much money and puts them in a position where the next owner can make that coaching decision pretty quickly and easily. Same thing with Cupcheck. So I I think as of right now, the move for the Hornets would just be to stick and pick the best player and hope that that appeals to the next person purchasing the squad. Okay, um, a Scoot Lamelo backcourt, man. That's that's wild to talk about. It's not gonna be fun. Woo. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, so now San Antonio has Victor Wimbayama. They do. They also have uh, our guy Sohan. Yeah. Remember the Sohan. That's a that's a that's a great running mate because he can do all the crazy stuff and then Victor can be cool and do all that. Um, pop with Victor. 
How long is that marriage? Uh, I think Pop just might have got three more years of life injected into his arm. I, I'm i not sure how long that marriage is going to be, but uh, it's, it's looking like it's going to be longer than short as of right this minute. What's the dude in The Simpsons? Burns. Pop yeah, is no, Burns. That's him. He, he is Mr. Burns for sure. It's just crazy to me. That's... I'm I'm really excited for the Spurs overall. To be honest, their team I generally d- disliked just through the whole Tim Duncan era, going against the T Mac Yao era, and that made me not a fan as I was growing up. But they've kind of been just paddling their feet in the water for a few years and haven't had much of an opportunity. So this is a spot that I I really love for them and for Victor himself. And our guy Evan, too. Shout out to our guy Evan, Spurs fan. He'll be very excited. Oh, he's been on this on Twitter. He's been beating this drum for a long period of time. He's been soothsaying all day. Victor to San Antonio. Yeah. So... Shouts out to the Riverwalk. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shouts out to uh, all the fans in San Antonio. You guys got Victor Wimbanyama. We will have all the coverage on this and more. Uh, we will be doing basketball feed Mondays. Uh, yeah. So if you are tuning in and going, oh, okay, this is on here, and I'm waiting for Friday, no. Yeah. Monday, go back. Go back yesterday. There was a pod there. Trust me. It was. I was there. I did it. So, so was I. Uh, I think uh, there's there's a shot we have another basketball pod go up during the week this week just because for some more thoughts on this plus all the beginning of the playoff games. So you might not have to wait quite until next Monday for more basketball, but as of right now, that's the tentative plan. Yes, and tomorrow seems to be the dealings of the AFC North and Joey B, Joey Sizzle, as I like to call him. Um, Final thoughts on this, Nico. I know this one hurts as far as that's concerned, being now at number four, but the guy, the video, it's, it's unreal. Like I said in a previous pod, I saw him be absolutely beat defensively. He was completely wrong assignment. And he was able to shuffle back and just throw his arm behind him, basically. Yeah. And block a shot. Yeah, he is absolutely insane to watch on the floor. He's like, as far as the NBA is concerned, I, I know people always talk about they want the big players and the big franchises, but the NBA also wants a whole lot of interest injected into these markets that haven't had interesting basketball in a while. And San Antonio definitely fits that bill. And not only is it a, a team that hasn't had success, but it's a team with a very loyal fan base that cares so much and continues to come out even when Devin Vassell is the best player on your team. Now, Not anymore. 
<laughs> gifting them someone like this, that's honestly one of the best things you can do for a franchise like that. So as as disappointed as I am, I I am happy for them as an organization. And it's also like a switch, right? You had Yao, and now they have Victor. So this is going to be mm-hmm. interesting to see how this goes. Yes, sir. And we are all here for it. Scoot, a phenomenal talent. Brendan Miller um, has some has some warts uh, to his game. Some people are in on the maturity and the development of the body. Some people do not believe that he will ever be somebody who will uh, successfully go to the hall and and, and, and be uh, successful there. So, but upside all the same. And that's what we're talking about. A lot of hope. So with that being said, I think this has been pretty successful draft lottery reaction show. Nico's sad. I'm happy. Because I don't have to hear about Victor Wingbayama to the Rockets incessantly anymore. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much. I so appreciate you. Um, with that being said, I think we can get on out of here because I have a Golden State Laker game to watch. Yes, sir. So, again, obviously, Lakers exceptionalism on display tonight. King James is going to be coordinated in the Mile High City tonight. I know Denver fans do not want to hear that because they have a really good team, Nico. And that team is the number one seed. And I'm going to respect that squad because, honestly, they're loaded. And if it all clicks, man, this should be a pretty easy series for them. But unfortunately, that dude LeBron James is an absolute savant. And there's no way he's going to make it easy for them. And he's going to wait for them to try to crack mentally. So we'll see how it all plays out. I got I got Lakers at six. Who do you have in this series, Nico? I I probably I'm I'm flip flopping in my head between Lakers and six and Nuggets and seven. So um it's gonna be it's gonna be one of the two. Nico, let's come on, podcast, let's go. We need some we need some. I'll just say Lakers in six too. Don't say that. Now, see, you messed up the podcast. You said, said Nuggets in seven, so we can be Skip Bayless and no, no just kidding. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Direction, just because it's in in my head the way I'm leaning a little more, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't blame you. Get this podcast out. Yeah, gotta get it out. So that, with that being said, we are out of here. Win by Yama to San Antonio. Scoot to Charlotte, and we'll talk to you guys later.